Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of FTU, Life After the Military. I'm your host, Tony Rodriguez, and today is part two of my discussion with Al and Chris on why veterans become conspiracy theorists uh, once they leave the military. Um, Again, this is not I'm not trying to pick on any veterans. Um, if these are your beliefs. I totally respect them. I just ask that you take some of that energy and put it towards helping your community, helping our brothers and our sisters out there who might not be as lucky as uh, the rest of us. So again, um, I hope you're having a good day. Um, you are special. You are important. Just remember that, okay? And here's part two off right after the f-bomb <laughs> yeah that's great oh, man. yeah okay i'm like, sorry, sorry oh, to interrupt you no. i did it again so <laughs> but but yeah no i've seen it man like I, and that's i mean this is post isis when i mean all the entire world was looking at iraq and the in i mean the embassy i went to all the sunday briefings at the ambassador's house like sure. him talking about stuff and it was literally like mm, Congress is sending, you know, a oversight committee. They got to come on in and look at all our stuff and figure out why we're not helping this one. I mean, it was a community of a thousand people and figure out why they're not getting the help that they need, you know, and he's like, you could just feel like him just like fighting his lip and, but being super polite because that's what the state department does in a situation like that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah. People, if, if you see something like that and then you try to explain that to someone who's never been in or been around anything like that, it just it's, – it's mind-blowing, man. It's mind-blowing. Yeah, it's, it's funny how like the takeaway, you know, after participating in something like that, maybe unknowingly, unwittingly, uh, maybe they – don't have as, you know, they weren't getting the, the level of visibility you might have been in that situation. But yeah, it's almost like the higher up the food chain you go, the more you shake your head, you're like, oh, guys, this is all ate up. Like, this is not. Yeah. <laughs> There's no yeah. way. There's no way. I, I mean, you see a theory come out like, oh, yeah, actually, we we blew up the Twin Towers. That was us. <sighs> Dude, so many people, so many people to keep quiet. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I don't when know. I, no, go ahead, Tony. So I see quite a bit of, like, Al, what you were talking about. Um, you know, I still work up on Fort Bragg, right? So yeah. I've had people who know I was in the, I was in the military, they'll almost apologize because, like, well, you know, I didn't go to combat. It's like, whatever. First of all, you shouldn't worry about what anybody else thinks. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? Right? Because when you're at when you hit rock bottom, are they going to be there? Probably not. So who cares? Um, two, you did what your country asked you to do, and that's all you can do, right? You enlisted or you became an officer, you chose to serve, and if your country said, hey, we need you to just do clean sweep all the time, okay, man, then just go do clean sweep. Then that, that's yeah. your job, all right? You have no control over that, you, whether you're – a butter bar coming in or you're that E1, you have no control, right? Butter bars just get paid a little bit better. That's it. But yep. you're only going to do what they t- ask you to do. Now, because where I work, you know, I work with special operations, right? Like I try to explain to people, if we're all in special operations, then how special are you? <laughs> Not very, because 
everybody does the same thing. So you're not you're not very special, right? If you want to be special, then go somewhere else. Then you can be the special person in that crowd. But here, you're not that special, right? And I see that every day now because I come out of my little office, you know, and I have to take my break because I'm freaking out because I can't see the door. Um, and there's a bunch of uh, soldiers in there that, you know, they're special operations and they give me the look, the attitude. It's like, I'm special operations. Like, I'm just trying to get to the bathroom. Can you get the hell out of the way? Like, <laughs> I get it. You're awesome. If you want, when I come back after I go to the bathroom, uh, I'll give you a round of applause. But, like, bro, just move. God bless you, uh, man. So I see both sides of it, where people are apologetic, and then the other side where people have their heads up their ass. Um, <laughs> I don't know where you take how – I don't know how that leads to conspiracy theory. Maybe more the people who have their heads up their ass more become more conspiracy theorists. Yeah. I don't know if that's like a, a shield or a camouflage for like insecurities or something. I don't know. This is just me speculating. I don't know what it is. Um, but it usually seems like the guys who are apologetic seem to be a little bit more grounded. Yeah. And that's just my observations. I don't, I don't know. And like I explained to them, it's like, you have nothing to apologize for. And as for, like we were talking about that, um, stolen valor, look, I'm retired. If you want to, if you need somebody to talk to and say that you saved the galaxy, from the Empire, give me a call and I'll listen, bro. Like yeah. you can make up any story you want, I'll listen to it. Like, yeah, just don't because tell Because what boy. difference does it make to me? Yeah, right. I did what I could, and that's either good enough for me now or it isn't. I can't go back in time and I can't change that. Yeah. And trying to chase down these conspiracy theories, it's not going to help me. Um, there was this kid, right? The the COVID va- vaccination, right? That was a big problem for people, right? This whole, oh, yeah. Yeah. Or oh, yeah. is the government injecting me with nanites, right? I, I know that I'm not important enough for the, any government on this planet to track. Um, because this podcast, it'll show me where everybody downloads from. And I have had received downloads all over the world. So I had somebody ask me, do you think they're spying on you? No, I don't think anybody's spying on me. I'm not that important in your crazy. Transcripts reading out in Beijing right now. Well, it's because you're talking about like life after the military. If China is going to invade the army off of the information that I'm putting out of my shoulders being just annihilated, then they're pretty badass because I don't know how you turn in that into some strategy to overtake the United States. Yeah, but sure. If you want to believe that, go right ahead because that's what you need to feel safe or important. Um, wild, man. So I, I, that whole COVID thing, right? There was this young soldier and he, he was an E5. He just graduated SOCOM and he, he didn't know I was a SOCOM. He's like, wow, first sergeant, you know, I'm a SOCOM and I've done my research. And the other young man that was in the office, he said, first sergeant, it just look, you look like that candy, the warhead candies where the head is just exploding like a nuclear explosion on your head and I just turned around and I just tried to type and I didn't want to be involved in that because that kid didn't know you were a Sockham and I knew that was probably the dumbest thing that he'd say that he did his research (laughs) Um, because he wasn't in the lab doing anything like what were you doing were you in there splicing together RNA like what were you doing kid you were in in the field in Sockham so shut up right (laughs) 
And I had to explain to him, look, you're an adult. If you're old enough to go die for your country, then you can decide to get this or not. I'm not going to lose sleep over it. He's like, well, I'm not going to get it. Okay. Army ended up chaptering him out. He's like, but you said I didn't have to get it. No, I'm not going to. Nobody's going to make you get it. But you're an adult. And you're accountable. You're responsible yeah. for your decisions and your choices. Yeah. You had a choice. Everybody said, I didn't have a choice. Yes, you did. We we don't yeah. live in the People's Republic of Korea, right? Where you get it. I'm going to put this bullet in your head. Oh, I'm going to get it. Nobody did that to you. Yeah. Get it. Don't get it. If you don't get it, you're getting out. If you get it, you stay in. You chose not to get it. You had to get out. That's I, it. I have just no to, conspiracy. Address, to address that particular one to you, what, what drove me up the wall, and I, plenty of guys have, have talked about this, but I mean, like, how long are your guys' vax records? It's such like, like the sheer number of pages long that your, your vaccine was, records are. Dude, wow. <laughs> I was amazed with the VA pulled out. Oh, it, like... <laughs> They, I mean, I was like, it was, it was impressive. It was impressive. Like this like, is where this is the hill you're gonna die on, dude. Like, there's so many cooler things you go down for. <laughs> so, uh, oh well, I, I won't say the relation, but a, a, a dude I was with for a while, um, like he he retired right around the same time I did, but. He was he was on that conspiracy theory thing. Like it was it was some sort of tracking any Christ thing that's gonna go into your body, your system, whatever, and couldn't believe that the government was gonna allow it and this and that. And I was like, Man, think about all the anthrax shots we got, like all the weird So when the anthrax shot came out in ninety nine, um I had just come on orders for Korea and if you were going to Korea or CENTCOM, you had to start to get the vaccination cycle. So whatever, man, stab me. Got it. <laughs> um, there were a couple of people that threw some fits and there were a couple of people that got kicked out and like general Shinseki and um, general Shelton, they all got the first couple, whatever. Uh, so it, <laughs> my initial cycle out of the initial six shots, um, it come to find out that um, four of them were, were, bad lots that never should have been given out uh, to people. But, you know, talking to that that one person, he's like, you know, man, it's like the the COVID shot. Like, they're putting, like, (laughs) for an atheist, the dude was going on some, talking about some antichrist stuff, and I was like, this doesn't, like, what, like, it's not, that's not it. Like, all the random stuff you've been stabbed with your entire military career, you are now having some holdup on this one shot that doesn't matter in the big scheme of things because it's one of thirty you're going to get to stay in. Um, but he did, yeah. He was he was he was very adamant that it was you're going to be tracked by the government and it's the devil and all. I mean, twelve. <laughs> it was like an onion of stupidity. Like, so oh, I find that hilarious, hilarious because I have. I wear two trackers, right? One for my steps, one for my running. I have my cell phone. Your cat card has a chip in it so they can track you. All my credit cards have a chip. You can hack into my computer and see what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, but this this is it. how when you join the military and you go to basic training, the first thing they do is they hit you with that big shot of penicillin. I'm sure all yeah. the nanites were in there, right? But no, they yeah. waited 20, 21 years. Now we're going to give them the nanites. Like, come on, yeah. man. 
It's going to be under the guise of this one thing that, you know, there's we a, don't want him to get his VA benefits, so we're going to inject him with the nanites so he dies year after he gets out. Like, come on. What, there's what are we a, doing uh, here, man? You guys, you guys have heard of like Occam's razor. You, could, you, know, you, you slice things down to the, the simplest possible explanation. There's one thing uh, I read online. It's really stuck with me. It's called Hanlon's razor, H-A-N-L-O-N. Uh, and the basic tenet is never attribute to malice what can adequately be explained by stupidity. And it just I it, love that. That is phenomenal. It, because, I love that. That's yeah, great. That's I mean, a great. lot of and it kind of it, it tracks with Occam's Razor, but it's the whole thing. Like, it's like no, maybe they're you know this is a whole an orchestrated plot because it's that you know I, I forgot to turn in my taxes three years ago. See, and then and there's this thing, and like they start weaving this web of just all these connected ideas and, and why it leads back. And I always my mind falls back to this. Like, no, I, it was probably a clerical error. You know, it was, it was a mistake. Yeah. Someone yeah. dropped the ball. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I get it. Like, you know, over my time in the army, I don't, I don't hold a, a whole lot of faith in the government. Like, I, I, you know, like, I think, I think our system is better than any other system out there. Sure. But to think that, I don't know. There's like four people in some back room, like the QAnon shit or stuff. Sorry, Tony. <laughs> Where wasn't they're this eating just the f bombs, Chris? Just the f bombs. <laughs> like Hillary Clinton's eating babies to push forward. Oh, like, oh yeah. Oh, the basement man. of a pizza restaurant. Ow. Yeah. Uh, just, uh, <laughs> so for our veteran brothers and sisters who are out there, this is not meant to disrespect your beliefs, your ideas. What yeah, we're saying yeah. is, what I'm saying, me specifically, is I want you to take that energy. And use it towards something else. Instead of staying on Facebook and being a keyboard ninja or on Twitter, um, I, I got to admit, I love watching the comments on Twitter. It, it's hilarious. Uh, but instead of doing that, why don't you get out into the community and help out? Um, because, again, there are a lot of veterans who need help. Um, they're in bad shape financially or just depressed because they're by themselves. They can't move. They can't do anything anymore and nobody goes to visit them. So if you can just get up, go out and check on them, just say hi, 20, 20 minutes out of your week, you know, 30 minutes, that, that would go a long way. Um, the youth in our communities, they're going to believe this nonsense because yes, my daughter is a lot smarter than I am, uh, than I was at that age, but she was still developing. And so just need to watch what she's doing. I can't, couldn't spread a bunch of craziness towards her and send her down the wrong path. And so we should be models for our youth and trying to help them. So my body's broken down and my daughter asked me if I wanted her to join the military. And I told her that I would, uh, Tanya Harding her if she ever brought that up again. That's my favorite celebrity name to invoke. Um, Yeah. Because I don't want her to be in the shape that I'm in now. She can serve her country and her community in a different way. Not everyone has to join the military. Sure. Uh, you can go join the State Department, local government, just just volunteer, do something. And that's all I'm asking all our brothers. You can hold on to conspiracy theories, but um, try to use that energy in a productive way. Sorry, I, I want to get that out there just so people that's, know. I mean, just respecting their thoughts. Thanks for thanks for grounding us, man. Because yeah, that's really well put, right? We don't want to uh, attack anybody's beliefs here, but I do think that's I 
to relate back to the conversation about mental trauma or, you know, combat experiences, you know, going through experiences vary, going through all that in a different way, in a, um, in, in a haphazard way. I think the way that we address it on the back end, right? Because it's not just between our, our veteran community, but I, because it's, what's the, the stat they always throw up? It's like less than half of 1% of the U.S. population signed their name on the dotted line. Yeah, to serve. Like and, yeah. yeah, so an even smaller portion of that population has deployed overseas, so on and so forth. And I, I think it, the rest of society, too, it does hold uh, your guys' opinion in, in high esteem. You know, you guys might laugh at it, but um, I, I think – it goes a long ways in terms of the, the mental health of, of civil society at large. Right. It, it, it means a lot. Like I, I know, uh, I think about my, my extended family. So like in my immediate family, nobody has served. And then a lot, my wife's side of the family and her extended family, there's very few uh, of them have, have put the uniform on. So I get asked the craziest things, you know, just, Hey, what's, what's the president think? Like, what, what do you think the president's going with this? Like, I, I don't know. Let me let me call him. Let me, let me call all all POTUS yeah. up on the bat phone. You know, well, sure, but even with all that, like <laughs> it had to be random that you went to like you even applied to West Point. Like, yeah, talking about your family. Like, really? Like that's what that's that's the direction you're going to go? Oh, yeah, totally. To be, I, I, yeah. I didn't know what I was doing either. So that's, I don't give any credit to myself <laughs> for that. But yeah, it's. I really, I really do think though. Um, you know, all, all that said, it, it really does. Like, like when you guys with as much experience as you have under your belt and, you know, and, and we're, we're talking about some of those experiences here on, on the air. Um, now when you go back and you either throw your weight behind something or kind of help somebody maybe just think through something critically, you know, it, it helps to hear it from somebody who, who saw some things. And, and I think you guys can agree, right? That's one thing uh, the army does. That's really great. You know, it sends you abroad, even if it's the places you don't want to go, but it really does open your eyes up. You know, you can't imagine the the insight that that you guys have gained from freezing your ass off somewhere on a on a mountaintop, you know. But that's you're you're yeah. in a you're in a country you no know, most people don't will never think to step foot into. So it's um, yeah, yeah. I've I've like the conversation I had with my daughter know, was a couple of days ago, just talking about the weird random spots that the army brought me to and um, how I never would have. I mean, ever like. I found out I was a terrible gambler because I'm, I'm awful at it in Sofia, Bulgaria, because when I was in Kosovo, you went there for a four day. Uh, uh, that was like your R&R. Like, one, who goes to Sofia, Bulgaria? And then, like, it, it just, yeah, seeing seeing the world the way how you get to see it, um, it's it, it was, I mean, I mean, at least for me, it was it was super cool like saw stuff that, you know, I never, I never thought I'd saw or see. And it's also interesting because like, dude, I was, I was, I was a hoodlum, <laughs> just a terrible, I was, you know, a sh- crappy, caught myself Tony, suburban punk rocker. You know what I mean? Like, like, you know, I, I was not, I burned every bridge that there was out to burn and, joining the army, I was like, oh, whatever, I'll do this for a couple of years and I'll figure it out from there. And then to go from that into all the experiences I had after it, it was not, that was not, that was not the plan when I walked in that recruiting office. Um, yeah. So 
the flip side of that, like, yeah, it was, you know, I guess older guys like Tony and I, while we were still in having those experiences and being able to pass things down. But if you, if you would have seen me, Al, as, as an E1 showing up to basic training, literally like walked into Fort Leonard Wood with both my middle fingers up and being like, <laughs> I hate all of this. I hate all of you. Whatever this is, I don't want to do it, but I'm here. So let's just do it. Like I was not, I was, I was not. <laughs> um, I don't know how I didn't get kicked out at so many different points during my first like two years in. Um, but uh, hey, man, whatever. Like it ended up, it worked out how it worked out. You'd, I don't you'd, know. Been, my, you'd been my right hand man. It's like, I want that one. <laughs> that guy's mad at the world. I need that guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, like I said, <laughs> it ended up working out. Well, back then, like at the at the end of the nineties, that was the um, the, you know, they call it the zero defects army, or the zero defects military. Like it didn't oh, take yeah. anything to kick people out. The when I graduated from AIT, there was like eight or nine of us that went to Fort Carson. We all went to the same company. And within a year, there was three of us still in. They had kicked everyone else out. Oh, my it God. Was, it's the calling. Yeah. And then, um, obviously, one was me. One, the other guy, one of them got, he was killed in Iraq in 05 or 06. And one of the other guys just did his couple of years and got out. Uh, we went to Korea together, but yeah, like it was, it just didn't take anything, man. Like you're a screw up gone. So again, like, I don't know how no one's <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you, I showed up every day just being like, I don't want to be here. Like, this is not what I'm, yeah. But, there's there's solidarity in that energy too, though. Just the, the collective not wanting to be here. There's <laughs> something said for that. No, Chris, you're, uh, I guess, a good example of what I've tried to say multiple times on the podcast, right? We're looking for progress, not perfection. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Every day, just, you might not have any progress one day, but and you might even go backwards. That's okay. Tomorrow's another day, and just try again. Try to be a little bit better. And just, you know, yeah. we're people. Yeah, when I was, um, you know, super young soldier, the the one squad leader I had, he's uh, he has since become um, a very successful uh, restaurateur in Texas. Like he owns a couple of breweries and like a couple wow. like barns where people do weddings at and everything. And we've we've caught back up over the years. And I'm like, I've, I've point blank asked him, like, why did you not kick me out? Because I. <laughs> If I had to deal with me back then, just my insanity, and I, I don't think I could have dealt with it. And he was like, "There was something. There were like I saw there was there was there was something in there, and we just needed to turn the key a little bit." Um, and I'm grateful for that. I'm glad that he saw that and didn't kick me out because I don't know what have happened to me. Didn't <laughs> I me out. But uh, on the flip side of that, it's really cool seeing him. Said he owns a couple like big breweries like look i mean on the local level in texas yeah. and having a you know these spots where people cater everything on out and do their weddings and whatnot there like it's 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 really cool it um seeing guys you know he was kind of in the same not the same sort of boat but you know from a, a kind of a a town in oregon that wasn't going to go anywhere and yeah, I was destined to just work mines and be a whatever, and you know, 
um, actually hitting like the level of success he has. It's, 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 it's cool seeing how everything's, you know, it plays out for some people 20 years later, 25 years later or whatever. Yeah. 25 years, man. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Al. Thank you. Grab <laughs> <laughs> that one in there. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's massive. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, just to I guess double down on, on what you're saying, Tony. I think it's. I mean, I, I love this podcast, man. It's it's great. Uh, I mean, obviously, a great chance for us all to, to catch up on old times. But um, I think it's it's cool. Number one, because you're you're really geared towards uh, outreach, and you know, just just helping connect guys with resources, helping tell people's stories. But I also love that. I mean, right now this feels like old times, man. If it could be in 2015, oh, yeah. just chatting it up in the team room. I, I think this is really the vibe that people miss. I mean, talking to my buddies, uh, my other buddies that have gotten out since it's the first thing I always ask, like, how is it? How's life? It's like, well, you know, maybe like it's a little less money, but it's happier money or it's, it's way better. And I resent everything I've ever done in the military, but I really miss the guys. I miss, uh, you know, as, as miserable as it might have been, you know, being out in the middle of the woods doing fighting some made up enemy, like it I, I think the the bonds really it I mean it sounds cliche, but what what's that I think it's like some old World War Two general saying the 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 toughest bonds are forged under duress. You know, and, and you always remember your your guys and gals from when you were sucking the hardest and I I think that that solidarity is is there and it's cool. I had, I mean I'm I'm, I'm missing it already. I'm feeling nostalgic for old times sitting here talking with you guys. So, yeah, thanks, Tony, for, for setting this up. Well, I, I have to be honest. You know, I want to help people. But um, part of it also is just, you know, on me, I'm a little selfish, right? I want to uh, connect with people I haven't seen in a while. And more importantly, what I realized, and I mentioned this on my last podcast, is that there are people that I don't want to connect with. I haven't had him in my life for a while. I see him again and I realized, you know what? I'm fine if I never see them again. Fair. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, no, I, there isn't. I, no. I, I'm happy now. And there was this one gentleman saw him and uh, he's like, Hey, let me get your number. And he looked in his phone. And he's like, what did I have you in here, in here as a uh, putito, right? It's like, well, I don't know what you had me in your number, in your phone as. And so I got his number because I was still pretty happy, pretty you know, cheery. And then I'm driving home and I get home. And it's like, you know, I don't need his number at all. So I blocked it and then I deleted it because I was I hadn't seen him in like seven years. It was fine for those seven years and I've been fine yeah. since. Thanks for yeah. looking up. And again, Tracy, thank you very much. She's the one who, you know, told me, hey, it's okay to let people go, man. Like, yeah. it's all right. Help yeah. people that you want to help. And there are other people that just let them go. They'll be all right. Or they won't. You, you just have to do what's best for you. So you're in a good place. Yeah. Yeah. She's wise. Yeah. Yep. yep. That's cool. No, yeah, I, I respect yeah, that. It's definitely like where I live. I don't have that problem. I don't bump into anybody. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Put the physical distance in, yeah. Rest for yourself. Yeah. But the, except for Sasquatch and the Chupacabra, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chupacabra is ever present. Can't get. Away. I don't think they could deal with the snow up here, but you never know. Well, one thing I read about Chupacabra now. 
So we're going on about an hour and 10 minutes. Um, so are there any businesses that you guys might want to promote or any shout outs that you might have? Well, my last shout out on mine, I, I did a bunch of heavy metal bands. So I'm going <laughs> to let Al go on this one because I, I don't know if I totally screwed that one up. But afterwards, <laughs> like when, when my wife listened to it, she was like, really? Like, you're like Lamb of God Machine Head? I was like, that was the first thing that came to my mind. That's always so, playing in my head. They, they live yeah. right free in my head. <laughs> yeah. There's no right or wrong answers, Chris. You can shout out whoever you want. Okay. <laughs> Oh um, I think I think I'll just let Al handle this. I've one. given shout outs to multiple shout outs to, to Taco. So uh, Taco does it. So. Oh, it's a fan, like, fantastic okay. animal. Um, well, still I, haven't I guess, met him, but maybe one day. <laughs> Have you checked out his Instagram account? No, I I do. It's I see it, like, I, <laughs> when I was there. What was that, Tony? That was like a year ago, right? When I saw you, yeah, last about, time, yeah, yeah, and uh, went into Echo ninety eighth. And met up with Brody and Matt and everybody, and Matt didn't have Taco there. And I was like, "What's up, man?" Like I was expecting me. The reason I came. Like, yeah, like <laughs> he's way more important than you are. And, uh, anyway, I didn't bring him today. Whatever. Oh, um, he, he, he finally agreed to be on the board of directors of this podcast. <laughs> okay, it's big. It's so growing. The board of directors is me. It's me, my granddaughter, and Taco now. My I like granddaughter that. insisted he had to be on the part that's, of the board of directors. That's a big bump. That's a huge addition. Yeah, so. yeah that's massive. Yeah. <laughs> um, I use shout outs, man. I, I think the traditional thing to do is to shout out to the family. Uh, yeah. Um, my, my three and a half year old daughter is, is really going through it as you guys are dads, you know, kids are like little Petri dishes. So I, mm-hmm. I was thinking, man, the, the last time I was on the air with Tony, um, I had, I had, gotten something from her and as sounded like i was like wearing a cast over my face um so yeah, i'm sure i got something coming my way for thanksgiving but yeah she's, she's really going through it man uh, cold season's messing her up so uh yeah, here's here's a little charlie it's all part of the fun man oh dude <laughs> it's, all, it's all part of the fun i'm you know my son is 16 now and uh so in vermont you have to do it, it takes a year after you get your permit before you can get your driver's license and he just man he slept on it for basically a year so but anyways <laughs> like us driving around even going from like our house to the grocery store and he's driving i'm like how, how when did we get to this point this is insane that's wild man. we were building legos two weeks ago and now you're <laughs> Now you're driving me to, it's just, it's nuts, man. It's nuts. It's crazy. That's wild, yeah. man. So I have, I want to shout out, um, Kenny, my daughter and Austin. Uh, they all agreed to be on my campaign committee. Um, <laughs> oh, man. He technically can be part of a campaign committee. Dude, I've ruined it. Just delete this episode. We'll take it from the top, all right? Yeah. <laughs> no, never mind. I won't even tell the story now. Oh, man. Yeah. So he just, when it, when it comes to just awesome people, he's one of those guys. Um, I, before all of us deployed in 2015, and you guys went to where you went, and I went to where I went with Kenny. Um, I actually broke my ankle coming off the obstacle course at Lejeune oh, and uh, uh, bit my lip 
and uh, told Kenny at the time. I was like, I'm pretty sure I, I broke my ankle and whatever. Anyways, as I was retiring, um, I brought it up to put in my VA claim, but I had no medical proof about it. I wouldn't got the x-ray and the MRI and everything. And literally, like, I broke my ankle in about three different spots, give or take, and uh, sent it to Kenny. And he was like, yeah, no, I know the way how you were walking, like, you had this limp and blah, blah, blah. Like, Kenny completely, like, knew that I had shattered whatever. Kenny, awesome, 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 awesome dude. <laughs> like, yeah, we we hoard him out to the seals a bunch because they their medic wasn't very good and couldn't speak Spanish and whatever. Kenny, Kenny, Kenny's one of the best dudes like you'll ever meet. Like Kenny, Kenny's Kenny's the man. I support that wholeheartedly. Yeah. I also want to give a shout out to uh, Troy University because I'm going to start my PhD program uh, in January for their global leadership. Hey, yeah, get after it, Tony. Nice. Or in organizational leadership. Good stuff. It's, it's PhD in global leadership with the focus in organizational leadership. Right on, man. Now Enjoy. the problem is you have to tie, you have to explain like where you're going to go do your three weeks and what country. And, uh-huh. you know, me being who I am said, hey, you know, I've spent, did three rotations in Guyana. So, you know, I'd like to go there because I know this. I didn't realize that the UK was even an option. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh I got the God. welcome video. It's like, they're, they're in London. <laughs> so I, got, I got an email. I was like, hey, can I change my mind? And can I go to London too? You drank the black water, man. It's pulling I don't, back no, in. I don't want to go back. I You're basically go Guyanese back. now. No, 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 no. <laughs> Dude, every time every time I'm on the air, you drop a major announcement. You know, it's I, I need to keep showing up. I want I want to see what the next big thing is. You know, <laughs> just don't have me on here because I'm going to ruin the whole show. No, no, no. it was my <laughs> fault because the last time I didn't even I didn't even mention it, and this time I mentioned it. I think I uh, just you know put it in your head. It's all the New Jersey energy, man. You can't put two of us yeah. in the same room. It's not it just comes yeah. out of you. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> so, admin notes. Um, you can find us wherever, wherever you can find a podcast. We're on there. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on Facebook, and you can follow my YouTube channel now. Um, depending on how I feel, I may load the videos if I'm uh, wearing a full shirt. I. Just so everyone knows, I've, I've been losing a lot of weight, and if I get down to 180 pounds, I'm going to um, have the Matthew McConaughey disease, where I'm allergic to my shirt, and it's just going to, wow. if I put one on, it's just going to explode right off of me. Um, so if I end up doing a podcast with no shirt, then no, I won't lo- upload the video. I'm going to be sick that day, if you call me. <laughs> i throw that one out there. So, I saw, I saw uh, that enough in Tingo Maria. Like, well, yeah, that's true. But in my defense, I have lost quite a bit of weight. I'm down to 185, so I'm pretty that's excited huge. about that. Good, right on. Good for you, man. Good you're killing so, it, man. Um, I found dealing with the problems up here in my head, uh, I'm no longer eating just to eat, huh. to be happy. I'm definitely still eating my emotions. Yeah. I'll get yeah, to a level so, one day. So <laughs> if you have something that's going troubling you, Again, your mental health and your physical health is very important. Please take care of that. Okay, yeah. don't don't worry about what other people think, because ultimately, in the end, it's your health. Um, so go 
go take care of that. Um, also, if you'd like to be on the podcast, because all veterans have something to say, um, please email me at arantonio-rodriguez98 at gmail.com, or you can DM me on Twitter or DM me on Facebook. And I'd love to hear what you have to say. Um, again, we're this is focused at helping veterans transition out of the military. It doesn't matter what time period that transition is, if it's right when they get out or if it's five years or 10, 20 years afterwards. A transition is whatever you think transition is. Um, we can talk about a little bit about politics and corrupt politicians, um, but that's not the focus of this podcast. Okay, we want to help our brothers and our sisters. We all have a little bit of something that we have to get off our chest, and I want to give you the means to get that off, off your chest, and then let's move on to something else. Um, okay, um, so again, this will be out probably around Christmas time because it's going to take me about four weeks to edit this. Yeah, Tony's going to – oh, man, I'm That's sorry. Amazing. <laughs> no worries. Uh, like I said, Merry the other Christmas. one I had was just just so unusable. It's like there, there's no way if I put bleeps in, it's just going to be one big bleep. <laughs> <laughs> that will uh, have its own entertainment value in and of itself. So. <laughs> well, to be fair, I won't I won't say the name of the guy, but he is he, he is very I don't know if dramatic's the word, just the way how he talks, like everything yeah. is very just big and he, broad. He has a good story and we're gonna go for round two because I want him to get his message out. I'm with that. Uh, because I think he has something very important to say. He has a very good example of transition and he has some things that he wants to get off his chest. So we're gonna go for round two. And we're going to practice, do some practice rounds first with the, okay, no F-bombs. Let's change that to this word. This, you know, we'll see how that goes. Everyone is into the super extreme death metal that he is into. So (laughs) he's got a, I'm sure he found ways to like drop that in there, a couple bands or whatever. So he did. So again, just remember, yeah. You're, you're very important. You have something to offer. You are special. Just identify what that is and maximize that to your fullest potential. All right. Uh, until next time, we'll talk to you later. Zot, zot, zot. And roll tide. Roll tide. Yeah.